Hello, good morning and welcome back to Stop and Go F1 for this The Weekend News video. Uh, if you can hear a fan in the background, that's because there's a fan in the background. Because the UK is currently suffering a September-based uh, heatwave. My computer's beeping all over the place. Don't update anything, I'm making a video. Yeah, the UK is currently suffering a, a September-based heatwave. Uh, Heat wave, which is strangely unnatural, and none of us can cope. So there's a fan on in the background. Um, but just in general, this is the weekend news video. In this video, we're going to be talking about all the stuff Helmet Marco from this week. Uh, we've got some stuff relating to Andretti, some Haas news, some cost cap news, lots of stuff to go through. So all that and more to come, including possibly my favourite news story of the year so far. Before we get into that, though, firstly, make sure you subscribe. And secondly, there was a video that went out on this channel yesterday, uh, which I think you might enjoy, where I found a list from 2003 of the top 10 drivers who are going to be future stars in Formula 1. And I took a look at all of them and saw how their careers actually turned out. So if you want to see that video, that's also available on the channel. Watch that one after you finish with this one. But let's get into this and let's start with Helmet Marco because he has been talking an awful lot this week and there's a lot to dissect here. Uh, so if you're not fully aware, Helmet Marco, he works with the Red Bull team. His official job is like advisor, but he seems to have a lot of um, leeway in the Red Bull Youth and Young Driver program, but also he is freely able to talk about anything he wants. No one really understands how he got to this position or what he actually does. But anyway, this is the initial quote he made earlier this week. Sergio Perez is not consistent. He is not always focused. Let's remember that he is South American, and so he's not as focused as Max Verstappen or Sebastian Vettel was. Lando Norris is definitely a candidate to us. At Toro Rosso, we've already reached an agreement with him. At Toro Rosso, we had already reached an agreement with him at the time, until his manager realised there was an option at McLaren for him. In terms of youth and speed, he would suit us very well. Sergio Perez, on the other hand, is already over 30 and is expecting his fourth child. Now, this is the initial comment that Helmut Marco made, and there's a few things to dissect here. Firstly, Sergio Perez is not South American. He's Mexican, which is in North America. But that's not the biggest issue here. The biggest issue here is it's a very racist thing to say. To say that just because he's from either South America or Mexico, whichever one he was aiming for, to say that because of that he is not as focused as other people, that's not a good thing to say, Helmut Marco. And this isn't the first time Helmut Marco has said something stupid. Um, so we'll get more into that as we go along, because there's more quotes coming around that certain thing here. But... In terms of other things he said, which are less impactful, but still relatively interesting, I didn't realise Lando Norris ever had a chance to go to Toro Rosso. That could have been interesting, a different universe. Um, also about Sergio Perez expecting his fourth child. Now this is a very interesting point, because I raised this to some of my friends the other day, and they thought I was being a bit ridiculous. But I remember, like in 2011 or something like that, I think it was Jensen Button who said that he wouldn't have children as a racing driver because if you have children and you're a racing driver, you're, you no longer go for the bigger moves and you can lose like one or two tenths of a second because, you know, if you die, then 
that someone is affecting someone else's life or something along those lines. It slows you down because you're thinking you have to look after this child. I distinctly remember something like that being said. I don't know if this is a thing that is widely accepted in most sport. If you have children, you're a slower driver. But I definitely remember it being brought up before. Let me know what you think on that. Anyway, back to Helmet Marco. So, as you may expect, saying that Sergio Perez is South American and that's the reason he's not as focused, this brought out some widespread... Uh, hatred towards Helmut Marco, and lots of people saying that he's an idiot. So he made a second statement. In this second statement, he said, It wasn't meant that way. I meant to say that as a Mexican, he has a different mentality to a German or a Dutchman. So this is his second statement here, where he's basically... I, I don't understand the point of this second statement. Because he said, Oh no, I didn't mean it in that way. And then said the way he meant it. And that's the exact way everyone thought he meant it. He's just saying, I, I think Mexican people have different mentalities to German and Dutch people. It's like, yeah, that's the way we thought you meant it the first time you said it. What other way can that be? It's like, so I think basically what's going on here is it's the old Mexican stereotype that Mexican people are lazy. The, the stereotype that famously got Top Gear in, a tr in trouble uh, like over a decade ago. So this has come back here in the forms of Helmut Marco, who's saying that Mexican people have a different mentality. So, a few days after this, a second statement was made about this from Helmut Marco. Although, I will read it out for you now, I don't believe this statement came from the mouth of Helmut Marco. I'll read it for you. <clears throat> I would like to apologise for my offensive remark and make it absolutely clear that I do not believe that we can generalise people from any country, race or ethnicity. I was trying to make a point that Checo had fluctuated in his performance this year, but it was, it was wrong to attribute this to his cultural heritage. There is no way Helmut Marko said this. This has come from the uh, pen of a Red Bull HR person. This is copy and paste HR apology here. So, yeah. I guess this is I guess this story is over for now because Marco has apologized for it but yet again this is another stupid racist remark coming from the mouth of Helmut Marco and also seems to be an underlying kind of battle in Red Bull at the minute between Helmut Marco and Christian Horner in terms of like Horner didn't want Nick DeVries Marco did and then Marco very obviously does not want Sergio Perez in that second seat and is making lots of comments about Sergio's contract, especially leading up to the Italian Grand Prix last weekend, but how, oh, you know, nothing's guaranteed. Who knows if we'll see Sergio in that seat or not next week uh, next year. And then Horner coming out me and like, no, we're seeing Sergio Perez in that seat next year. That's Perez's seat. He's got it. He's signed a contract. There seems to be this kind of ongoing battle between the two of them with Helmut Marco going against pretty much everything Christian Horner says. And then uh, me and my friend refer to it as the Helmet Marco podcast because it just seems whenever he says anything, it becomes a huge news story. And he's just constantly talking. It's just like he walks outside and he's ready for a podcast at any time. So, yeah, apparently um, uh, he doesn't believe that we generalise people from any country, despite the two previous statements that he made. And when he said... Um, let's remember he's South American and so he's not as focused as Max Verstappen or Sasha uh, Vettel. Um, what he meant was Sergio Perez's performances have fluctuated this year. 
Marco is an idiot. I'm sure he will say more stupid things like this as we continue. But don't worry, Sergio Perez fans, because there's more news coming out towards the end of this video. I know that sounds like some kind of weird clickbaity thing to say to keep you watching, but honestly, it's my favourite F1-related news I've heard all year. Right, moving on. The FIA have announced that all teams were under the cost cap for 2022. And let me tell you, I was shocked because I thought for sure Red Bull were going to break the cost cap again. Because let's cast our mind back to this time, around about this time last year, for the Singapore Grand Prix of last year when it came out that Red Bull had broken the cost cap. We would later find out they broke it on their catering budget going over in a minor breach in the catering budget, which, you know, I feel is... You know, lots of people say, like, oh, Red Bull's penalty wasn't as bad as it should have been. And I, like, you know, if it was spending more money in the car, I would understand, but it wasn't. It was on a catering budget, and I think their penalty was quite fair for someone going over on a catering budget. Anyway, the reason they broke that initial cost cap, uh, it was stated it wasn't a malicious cost cap break, but an accidental one and one of basically not fully understanding the rules. So I thought for sure that they would do that exact same thing again, because they found out so late last year that they'd done it wrong, that I thought that they would have definitely been doing it all last year again, and we'd have this kind of thing again. But apparently they have fixed whatever mistake they made from 2021, and have not done it this year. So that is great news for the Red Bull team, and all the other teams. Also Aston Martin had a minor breach last year, no breaches for them. I'd be interesting to see how the cost cap works out this time next year. Because, you know, Aston have spent a lot of money. Mercedes have basically built two cars. So let's see how it comes out this time next year. But yeah, big shock for me when I heard the news that Red Bull hadn't done it again. And speaking of F1 teams, let's talk about a possible future F1 team. And that is Andretti Cadillac. The new story that just keeps on going. So it was reported a few months ago that they'd launched their application with the FIA to get an F1 license. And whilst that has not been accepted as of yet, the rumour mill is that it is soon to be accepted. So uh, we expect the FIA to grant Andretti an F1 license. Then it would be up to F1. This is from AMUS, a German motorsports uh, news source. They've said it won't be easy to find a good reason to reject the Andretti entry and also uh, to reject it and not violate EU laws. F1 won't be able to stop Andretti by keeping them out of the Concord Agreement. So, for whatever reason, F1 doesn't want Andretti in, which I don't fully understand as to why. It always seems to be Stefano Domenicali has something wrong with Andretti, but he won't come out and say exactly what it is, but he doesn't want him there. But FI the FIA looks like they've got him a licence, because... From the outside looking in, it looks like Andretti have got everything that you would need to have an F1 team. So it looks like they will be on the grid for 2025, which I think is when they were applying for. Uh, so yeah, F1 won't be able to work without violating EU laws, and I imagine that's not something they want to do. So the Andretti F1 team is looking more and more likely every day. I look forward to it. Uh, no more news on the high-tech proposal as of yet. Uh, but I imagine that the FIA probably will grab that one too. So we could have two new teams for 2025 as it stands at the minute. Moving on though, let's talk about the Haas team. Because here is a rumour for you from uh, AMUS again. 
uh, they have said that the Haas team will be bringing a B-spec car uh, to the Austin Grand Prix, which I think is about in a month's time. That's a sprint race weekend, that one. And it is based on the Red Bull. The floor, engine cover, and side pods will all adopt elements from the RB19. So that is very fun. I, I love the Haas team. Um, I think that's kind of evident from some of the content I posted before. But yeah, I think everyone likes them because they're, they're the true underdogs of the F1 world. And um, yeah, look forward to see what this can do. Hopefully can get them a bit more pace. Hopefully can deal with that bloody tyre uh, setting on fire issue that they seem to have. Um, also, just in terms of regulations, there's more news coming here. That the FIA have confirmed that they're looking into uh, making regulation changes for the 2025 season in order to improve the ability of cars to follow each other. Uh, aero performances has have uh, aero aero performance loss of when following cars have gone down in the last three years. From 2021 it was 50%, to 2022 it was 20 and now it is 35 Which is a strange one because the whole point of these new regulations was to make it easier for cars to follow each other. I think that was ruined a little bit when they raised the floors for this year uh, because that is going to have a massive effect on the aero as it goes underneath the car more but that was to reduce the porpoising of the Mercedes. I didn't say that, but he's the porpoising of all the cars. All the cars were porpoising. It wasn't just the Mercedes. Um, but yeah, I think it maybe lower the floors again, and you might have better following. But there you go. But yeah, we're looking at 2025 maybe for a new aero uh, regulation change. Um, I imagine this is as well intended to maybe slow down Red Bull a little bit, but we will wait and see if that actually happens. And finally, here is the final piece of news the big Sergio Perez news. My favourite news story of the week, if not the year. Here we go, everyone. Mexican McDonald's are bringing out a Sergio Perez menu. If you're watching this on the YouTube video rather than on Spotify or on your podcast uh, of choice, look at the screen now. Look at this. It's Menu Checo for McDonald's in Mexico. I don't know if... I don't... This is fantastic. We don't get this stuff in the UK, but Mexico, they love some Sergio Perez. They love some McDonald's. There he is in a little go-kart. He's having a great time. Burgers and chips look great. There's also a second photo here. Look, they've got bags and they've got cups ready for Sergio Perez menu. McDonald's, this is, this is truly, truly fantastic stuff. The best news story of the year. It doesn't get any better than that. If you live in Mexico, get in touch uh, and tell me what's on the menu because I don't I don't speak... It's Portuguese they speak in Mexico, isn't it? I don't speak Portuguese. Um, I imagine this means Sergio's menu. There you go. So I think that is it for the news. It is. Yes, I've just gone from my notes. That is all the news we have for you for this week. Let me know what you think of any, any of the stories that we've spoken about. We'll be back next week for the Singapore Grand Prix. So that is very exciting. Uh, we'll be covering all the sessions here. So make sure you subscribe. Until then, then, have a wonderful week. And I'll see you next time. Have a good one. Goodbye.